Welcome to the iConnect with Baxter Canada podcast. This is where we connect with healthcare providers from various clinical settings to learn more about how they are leading through innovation, protocol development, and integration of evidence to provide excellent clinical care to their patients. Join the conversation with your hosts from Medical Affairs at Baxter Canada. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of iConnect with Baxter Canada podcast. My name is Mona Morad. I'm a pharmacist and a medical science liaison supporting the medication delivery team at Baxter Canada, and I will be your host for this episode. Our goal is to share current and relevant clinical topics that help support your practice as a healthcare provider. It is my pleasure to welcome Albert Karras to this episode of iConnect with Baxter Canada. Albert is the Director of Pharmacy Services at Humber River Hospital in Toronto, Ontario. Um, Albert, I'd like to start by welcoming you and thanking you for joining me today. Uh, Perhaps let's start by having you introduce yourself and telling us a little bit more about your role and your experience. Well, thank you, Mona. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Um, Yeah, my name is Albert Karras. I'm the Director of Pharmacy Services here at Humber River Hospital. Uh, I've been at Humber for a number of years in various roles and different practice areas. Uh, Currently, as Director of Pharmacy Services, I've been in this role for about five years, and my role is really, uh, you know, focusing on the strategic side of developing our pharmacy services alongside with the overall hospital's mission, vision, and values, and our strategic objectives. Now, I know that Humber River Hospital is a leader in healthcare innovation and digital transformation, so uh, perhaps if you could give us an overview of Humber River Hospital generally as an organization, like size, level of care, catchment area. Absolutely. Um, so we are a, a multi-site organization. Our main site at the Wilson um, Centre, which is our acute care centre, is approximately 752 beds. Uh, we service a catchment area in northwest Toronto of approximately 850,000 um, residents. Uh, we are quite a big centre and uh, we opened up our new acute care centre back in October of uh, 2015. Um, it's a large centre with a, a very big footprint, approximately 1.8 uh, million square feet. Uh, it's a state-of-the-art facility, uh, fully digital Uh, very much automated and using enhanced technologies. We have a state-of-the-art command center uh, as well as state-of-the-art pharmacy services amongst other uh, highlights um, at our center. Um, We currently service from a pharmacy services perspective uh, approximately a thousand beds from a medication management perspective and that includes uh, partners at Runnymede Health Services. So we're providing Um, you know, a a hybrid mixed model of uh, card exchange and decentralized ADU medication supplies for about 1,000 beds. Okay, so that's quite a large population that you serve there. Um, So let me just go back for a second here in terms of the uh, the digital transformation or the the state of the art um, um, organization. Uh, how when did that start and how did that come about? Um, what was what was the the trigger for that uh, transformation? Yeah, I think um, going back several years, we were originally a multi-site organization, and the opportunity to develop a brand new state-of-the-art facility um, presented itself and our. Our senior leadership 
really worked over many years, I would say probably a decade, to work towards the development of our new site, um, as I mentioned, back in uh, October 2015. And uh, this new facility um, allowed for a lot of uh, enhancements, whether they be uh, automation, digital, um, you know, footprint services, all of the above was included in that. Mm-hmm. And like, can you give us some examples of the major, like major changes that were done at the hospital level? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, you know, one example is the um, digitalization and automation perspective. So, um, you know, we have a closed loop medication management system, uh, which starts with computerized provider order entry. Um, and that allows our uh, physicians, nurse practitioners to enter orders uh, electronically uh, anywhere in the hospital or even remotely outside of the hospital. Those orders, for example, would be um, sent to our clinical pharmacists for order verification for clinical appropriateness and review for, you know, renal function, um, drug interactions, allergies, et cetera, and overall appropriateness for the patient. Once those orders are verified by the clinical pharmacist, the orders are sent to our automation. And we have a, a couple of unique pieces of automation that do a lot of the packaging, labeling, and dispensing, uh, primarily unit dose formats. And uh, once that order is sent to the automation, it's then packaged and uh, subsequently delivered to the floor, uh, the clinical care area where it could be administered at point of care. Everything is unit dosed, everything is barcode enabled, and that allows us to have a closed loop system. So what is ordered by the provider is what is verified and, and packaged and labeled and delivered and then subsequently administered. And that closed loop system relies on the nurse uh, on the final point of administration, scanning the patient's armband and scanning the medication barcode to close the loop to ensure what was actually ordered is actually administered for the patient. And because of that closed loop system, we have a very, very low medication error dispensing rate and administration rate, approximately 0.007%. So that's one example Mm -hmm. of the digital and automation capabilities we have. That's just within pharmacy services. Mm -hmm. There's lots of other uh, enhancements throughout the hospital. Um, I think I mentioned we have a state-of-the-art command center, um, which really provides uh, efficient workflow and utilization of our beds, as well as offers, um, you know, um, an algorithm or series of artificial intelligence algorithms and machine learning to provide safety nets for patient care, whether they be, you know, deterioration or risk of sepsis or polypharmacy, seniors care, high-risk medications, many, many incredibly innovative and effective approaches that we've utilized here. And then on the automation, uh, you know, our lab is fully automated as well. We have robotics in our oncology satellite where we have a Reva robot that compounds medications and reduces staff occupational exposure to those hazardous medications. So uh, many, many different uh, examples of that automation and, and digital vision. Yeah, this is I, I, like I can I can imagine this must have been a very um, challenging or, or s- sort of difficult uh, project to implement. Um, 
thinking of the pharmacy specifically, um, how what was the process? How did you approach that and, and what areas did you prioritize within the pharmacy or that you focused on and why? Yeah, great question. Um, I think really it's a matter of, you know, um, doing an environmental scan and, and seeing what's available from a technology perspective. Uh, as well, what are the best practices and standards around medication management? Um, whether that be, you know, labeling, packaging, distribution. Um, for us, a lot of the impetus was, you know, we were creating this brand new site. So what were our opportunities to, you know, address things like patient safety? And, and so the typical example uh, or the key example here would be our closed-loop medication management system. So we wanted that kind of system enabled on day one when we opened um, this hospital site mm -hmm. to embrace, you know, enhanced patient safety. Being a high reliable organization, we wanted to make sure we had that safety aspect. So that was a key um, aspect that was really desired for implementation. In terms of, you know, efficiencies and, and of course, again, I want to highlight safety being a primary driver. You know, streamlining and reorganizing the way work is done, mm -hmm. uh, really focusing on some of those um, high volume or repetitive tasks, they were key in terms of addressment, specifically in pharmacy services. So when we talk about high volume tasks, you know, things like medication packaging and labeling, mm -hmm. you know, uh, right now and I think for many years to come, you know, health human resources are a, a very... Um, delicate and um, challenging resource. And, you know, we have only limited health human resources. So really focusing uh, those workflows and those energies to where it's needed and where there's an opportunity to adopt, you know, automation and, and technology to, you know, work smarter and not harder and avoid, you know, some of those repetitive, um, you know, uh, actions and activities uh, created an opportunity. And from a safety perspective, you know, um, it's one of the things that, you know, potentially there's risk, right? Yep. And so medication safety is key. Um, you know, where are the risks, you know, in the organization? And, and one of those could be around medication safety. We always want to practice and ensure we have the best safety um, processes and mitigations in place. So those were the key things. And again, opening a brand new hospital um, really presented opportunities to do that. That's, that's very interesting to, to learn about. How do you manage all of this? Like, do you have uh, leads? Like, how, how do you structure your, your team so you can manage all of these different components? I think, you know, the needs from an enterprise perspective are quite wide and, and diverse. Um, you know, as you know, Mona, uh, medications are the most common therapeutic intervention in healthcare. It's in every avenue of the hospital, every program, um, every care area, and so it is a, a quite comprehensive and complex system. Uh, we have different roles and responsibilities in terms of the staff and the leads. It is generally a team-based approach, and everybody has their role, and everybody brings, um, you know, their um, their expertise and their knowledge to enhance and make things um, safer, uh, more efficient and more patient-centered, and, and that's been our entire goal. So we try to focus on those things, and, you know, it's always a continued quality improvement approach. We can always make things better. Mm -hmm. Where are our opportunities? 
Where can we make themes, things more streamlined, more standardized, um, of course, more safety? And often that comes with a streamlined approach. And also, again, the old adage, I'll keep saying it, working smarter and not harder. Um, you know, where can we adopt technology? You know, where can we avoid those repetitive tasks? Where can we use technology to reduce the load on our valuable health human resources? That's key. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now that you've accomplished all of this, what what does the future hold for uh, Humber River Hospital and particularly for the pharmacy department? What is your future roadmap? Well, I, I think every organization is different and um, at any point in time, you know, things change and uh, other priorities uh, may be moved to a higher uh, importance. For us, you know, there's many things we're working on and that is our redundancy and our ability to respond to, you know, certain situations, um, you know, things like malware attacks and, and being able to have those checks and balances, those downtime procedures, uh, because we are highly automated and digitally integrated, we want to make sure that we're able to respond and provide, you know, patient-centered, um, safe and reliable care. So that's one priority. In terms of our, you know, technology roadmap, I think there's a number of opportunities we have. Um, one example is implementing IV workflow hardware and software mm -hmm. in our sterile compounding areas. Um, other uh, opportunities are things like uh, bi-directional infusion pump integration with our EMR. Mm -hmm. I think that's another opportunity from a quality, safety, and efficiency perspective. Um, E-prescribing is another thing that we're working on. Um, telehealth integration. Uh, again, the, the pandemic has accelerated the, you know, adaptation of telehealth, and, and there are opportunities for more um, care being provided along those lines. Um, and again, we're looking at, you know, more integration through automation and having further redundancy um, within our hospital and our program specifically to support patient care. I think those are all on our roadmap in the near future. That's quite that's quite extensive. There's a lot of opportunity there, and uh, I'm, uh, I look forward to see that. Um, so if we're thinking, you know, if there are uh, other pharmacy departments at other sites that are considering um, automation or d digital transformation, what would be, like, what would be your maybe top three uh, tips or recommendations for these um, for these teams? Yeah, I think there's so many. It's hard to pick three. But, you know, I will say that, you know, every organization needs to review their current environment. And, you know, not everyone is in the same position, mm -hmm. for example, being able to open a brand new state of their facility. But I would suggest that there are opportunities for everyone. And they need to, you know, ascertain where they're, um, biggest opportunities, right? Whether they be from a patient safety perspective in terms of high-risk areas, you know, medication management, high-volume activities, you know, where can they find enhanced safety? Where can they find uh, in, enhanced efficiency and productivity? Right. One of the things about adopting technology, um, one of the benefits, aside from efficiency and safety and productivity, is job satisfaction. Um, mm. You know, our experience has been we get many students and many professionals who want to work here for that opportunity to work in an environment that is highly automated, highly digital. And, and for, I'll speak from a pharmacy perspective. That allows, you know, our pharmacy technicians to really focus and work to their full scope and 
provide much of the medication management and distribution um, aspects, and that allows our clinical pharmacists to um, provide more scope and more fulfillment in terms of patient care and optimizing, you know, medication outcomes and optimizing medication use. So, right. you know, the whole job satisfaction is an important key in terms of attracting, um, you know, your staff and attracting um, resources and those key um, individuals to your organization, especially in the current climate with um, challenges to health human resources. So I would say those are, are major things that every organization can look at and see where they have opportunities. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it, actually, considering that job t- satisfaction aspect is maybe overlooked sometimes, but definitely, you know, from my experience, being freed up to do more clinical work as opposed to the administrative side of things is definitely very rewarding. So um, that's great. That's a, a very good uh, observation there, a recommendation. Um Albert, um, I just wanted to thank you so much for your time today. And um, I have had the chance, I was lucky to be able to visit the pharmacy at Humber River Hospital. And I uh, saw all the uh, amazing uh, innovations. And uh, to say I was blown away was is an understatement, really. So congratulations, kudos to yourself and the team uh, at Humber River Hospital on these amazing achievements. And uh, I look forward to seeing the continued growth. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mona. It was a pleasure having you and your team here at Humber River Hospital. And it's been a a wonderful opportunity and pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you for having joined us today. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, please make sure you subscribe to be notified of new episodes as they become available. Please feel free to email us should you have any questions, comments, or feedback. We look forward to having you join us again next time. Thank you for joining us for the episode of I Connect with Baxter. All of the opinions and experiences expressed in this episode are those of the guest speaker and do not necessarily reflect those of Baxter Canada. If there are other areas of interest you would like to see included on future podcasts, please email those to iconnect.baxter.com.